Hello, and welcome to the 18th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Lauren McFadden, and I'm here with podcast co-hosts, Fozzie. Hey, guys. And Marina. Hi, everyone. Sup? So, this is our last episode. It is. I mean, not not last, last. No, no, no. It's Marina and I's last episode, and and we're very sad about that. Indeed. um, And guess who's going to be host next? Me. (coughs) Fozzie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. So um so she's going to have some announcements about all that um mm-hmm. a bit later in the show. Are you going to be announcing the new host this episode or next episode? Uh well, you guys will just figure out next episode when we have the actual new two new hosts. Okay. <laughs> Even I don't know. So so nobody bug us cuz we have no idea. No, we really don't. <laughs> all right. So, we've got a two segment show for you. We've got our news and discussion, followed by questions and outro. This podcast is produced by Gaming Union and Tweaks Music. It's on a rotating schedule of Final Fantasy Union and Mini Gup. Comes out on iTunes and GamingUnion.net. And the next should be on October 19th. And that will be, incidentally, Kingdom Hearts Union 19. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess I will chuck the show updates over to Fuzzy. Uh, yeah, the only updates we have right now is that, sadly... Lauren and Marina will not be on the show anymore, um, so they will be missed, but uh, as Freddie Mercury once said, the show must go on, so uh, next episode we will have two new co-hosts, and I will be hosting the next episode. So yeah, that's pretty much it, that's all we got right now, but um, keep tuned in, and we love you guys. We love you! We love you! We rabu you. We're not just walking out on you because we hate you all. We actually really like you. <laughs> we actually we actually liked you quite a bit. It's just a very crucial year for both Marina and I in our um, in our academic careers Education. and various other things. I have a crap ton of freelance to do. Education. Why? I'm gonna go learn me a book and get educated. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I am really super excited to get to news. So. All right, so our biggest news is Herder that Birth by Sleep released in North America. Wee! Wee! <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, in case you somehow missed it, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep is finally out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and <laughs> in addition to that, we'll, we'll get to the actual game in a second, but it sounds like Birth by Sleep Final Mix was announced very shortly afterward at TGS. So... That game will be released Which in Japan. Which I think is kind of stupid. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, it's a waste of plastic. I mean, I'm sure the content will <laughs> be awesome. You don't need but it. <laughs> last, last time I checked, Birth by Sleep's on the PSP, which has <gasps> downloadable content. <gasps> Gasp. That's a novel concept. So, I, you know, it's. I've heard that there's a couple of neat things in it, though. But that game will be released in Japan sometime in January 2011. So, geez, Square is, like, pumping them out now. <laughs> Um, there is a new armored character. Details unknown. That's that's pretty vague. A new one? Yeah. Mm. Um, there will be more content on top of what the North American and European versions have. The game will come with a code to be used in the upgaming, upcoming game, Final Fantasy Dissidia 012. Forgive me if I yes! said that wrong. Hell I, yes! I don't know what Square is doing with their names anymore. <laughs> They're making like they're, um, they're, all I know is the code it's a sequel will, to Dissidia um, and Lightning's in it, and that's all I know. 
It's and, and Hope, is in it, yes. And Vaughn might be in it as well. Okay, him what? I do not want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can I have some Balthier, please? Please. Balthier, Balthier, anyone? Please. Um, and basically that code is... <laughs> Vaughn is a cardboard cutout. He needs to go away. <laughs> um... So that code apparently unlocks Cloud Strife's original Kingdom Hearts costume to be used in the game. The one that's like a weird Vincent Cloud Tetsuya Nomura belt fetish merger. It's like a cyborg merging of Vincent and Cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And so uh, the Mirage Arena may be getting new areas through the Final Mix trailer. Only featured a Monstro-esque location scene. Um, if you go to the website, you can see our images of that. Um, that would make me excited because actually, I mean, I'll get more into this when we actually discuss what we thought of Birth by Sleep, but I really enjoyed the Mirage Arena. I'm glad that they're adding on to that. Mm -hmm. I haven't played it yet because I have yet to play co-op with someone. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to play it next time I see you. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And so also a trophy system has been added to the game, giving players the opportunity to earn 30 trophies for reaching certain goals. And Nomura had confirmed that earning at least 20 of these trophies will unlock a secret movie. It's just a short single event, said Nomura, but you'll find some important conversations in there. He, he always, always puts says it that. in the locked content! <laughs> Usually it doesn't actually it's matter and it leaves case. us confused for like three years until he releases a new title, so I don't really care that much. I'll watch it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, so I guess let's talk about what we thought of Birth by Sleep. I, for one, am addicted. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I wasn't actually planning on um, getting it, I, but then I did, and it was totally awesome. You should you should say how you got it. Okay. How cute was that? <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> awesome. Um, kind of funny too, actually. Um, so I wasn't I wasn't planning on getting it because new games these days are like fifty dollars, and I don't have that kind of money right now. So. Uh, I got home one day and there was a package waiting for me from Amazon and I was like, I didn't order this. And it turned out that um, Kyle, bless his heart, he actually sent me a copy of it to thank me for all the work that I'd done on KHU and FXN and stuff before. But here's the funny part, they actually sent me four copies of the game, even though they only charged him for one. So that's kind <laughs> of like totally awesome and I gave him to my Which friends is hilarious. and it made me very popular among my circle of friends and I was happy. <laughs> so thank you, that's Kyle. Like amazing. <laughs> It's uh, Amazon never makes that kind of mistake. Oh yes, they do. Yeah, I've seen them make it before. I guess that's I guess that's karma for him sending you a nice present. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, thank you, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, about Birth by Sleep, I think my initial impression of Birth by Sleep was that within like thirty seconds of it starting, I wanted to cry because I felt like I was fourteen oh. again playing Kingdom Hearts One. <laughs> I, like I don't know what it is about it especially um, I don't think this is a spoiler because I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this at least probably has gotten a hold of it this was in the trailers actually so I can talk about it um, one of the first things that happens is Ven is just kind of laying himself out on the ground watching a star shower like oh, a meteor God, shower yeah. and suddenly Aqua bends over him and he jumps up and goes whoa give me a break Aqua and I was like what <laughs> It was just like the beginning of KH1. <laughs> oh, so nostalgic. <laughs> hey, Marina, what do, what do you think of the characters? They were actually a little different than what I expected. I'm totally surprised, quite honestly, because I did not expect them to... I mean, I, I, I expected Ven. I thought he would prob- pretty much be a carbon copy of Sora, except maybe a little less happy because he does look like Roxas after all. But um, 
He's adorable. I love him. I haven't <laughs> played with the other two yet, but um, I think uh, Terra is a lot less. I don't know. I want to say emo, but I don't want to say emo. He's a lot less angsty than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. I sort of got the feeling that he's more of a cool big bro with a couple issues uh-huh. rather than the blatantly evil emo dude, kind of like Riku was in the first one. And I mean, I like that. I like that he's to- like a cool guy as opposed to like, oh my God, get away from me. There's darkness in my heart type guy, you know? And Aqua, I like a lot too because she seems more like a chill female. Cute main. Lincoln Park song. <laughs> she seems more like a chill female main than any of the other two who are just like damn yeah. in distress. So I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I think to some extent that's aided by the fact that she has this kind of cool like voice actress who's sort of yeah. not a lot of emotion in her voice, but that's not a bad yeah. thing. I don't think you kind of sound stoned. A lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, sort of stone, but at the same time, just kind of like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm a big sis. And, and, Hi, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> so. These are little Star Trek um, things. They'll keep us together. Oh, yeah. It'll keep us together. I'm not ripping this off from Kyrie at all. <laughs> I made them out of what I could. I, I mean, it's all good. Okay, Aqua, you like metalworked those. Yes, well, they're supposed to be made with seashells. That's <laughs> the only conversation that's in the game, anyway. <laughs> Um, although I was actually, I, when I first heard about the um, the charms that she made, I thought that it was going to be a direct ripoff off the Oathkeeper thing and sort of throw off the timeline. Like, okay, Kyrie did that in Kingdom Hearts 1. Why are you bringing it into the past kind of when it's a new concept? But then she actually said, oh, yeah, there's this world out there that apparently if you put together um, these shells in a star-shaped formation, it'll bring you good luck no matter what. And uh-huh. I kind of liked that idea because then she wasn't doing it to be like Kyrie. It wasn't the game creators being like, oh, look, deja vu. It was actually her making it for a reason. So Yeah, it makes sense. It's nice. Um, Fozzie, did you get a chance to check anything out about Birth by Sleep? Uh, not really. Uh, I've been focusing a lot on some other projects we're working on on the website. But um, I looked into the story a bit. Uh it seems very interesting. I've been reading some reviews about it. Uh, the battle system seems very different. Very interesting. It's actually kind of similar, but the only thing is um, there's a bunch of different commands. I almost think it kind of makes it too easy. It's very flashy and cool, but I kind of think that like you have those... Uh, oh, I forget what they're called. They're like drive forms, except they're not. Um, with that, that gauge that fills up really fast where you can like summon any of your friend's powers and fight with it um like i'll use it pretty often but it just i don't know it, it refills almost too fast and it doesn't feel like as much of a a nice little a nice little um prize that you get to fight stronger than a handicap because it's just making them a lot easier to fight yeah yeah i just um i think my favorite part about the new battle system was the shot lock system <gasps> Ooh, yes yeah, I like actually have been spamming that quite a lot, and it's kind of pathetic. I um, the first thing I do is you know hold down the shoulder buttons and and blitz around, and I manage to get max every time. But I actually um, oh yeah, that reminds me, Marina, who did you start with? I started with Ven. Oh, Ven. Ven. I know a lot of people who started with Terra because he was first on the list. And, um, I mean, I guess, I wonder if that was supposed to be a hint. Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, were we supposed to pick him first? I don't know. According to Nomura, from, I don't know, one of my friends told me, he was like, 
Yeah, so Nomura wants us to play, want, intended the order to be Terra, Ven, Aqua. So he's like, so for those poor saps who started with Aqua, they're in trouble because that's last in the in the chronology and it'll confuse you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, I really like that they gave you a chance to experiment with all three of them first, so you weren't kind of diving into a battle system that, you know, I prefer Ven the most out of the three because that's my style of gaming. You know, kind of quick attacks, zipping around. Although I hear that Aqua's very fast. But, um... I kind of liked that they gave you the chance to check it also, out. Also, I didn't notice he holds his keyblade backhand. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it says that in the description for him. And I was like, wow, my God, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's kind of a cool one-handed keyblade. I don't know. I've never seen anybody use it like that. Because didn't Sora usually hold it one-handed? I mean, uh, two-handed? Yeah. Oh, Sora always holds it two-handed. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we haven't really got much into the plot yet. I still don't really know what's going on, although I, I have to admit I haven't played that many what, hours what yet. What world are you on, Lauren? Um, Radiant Garden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, I'm in uh, Neverland. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I swear, I have played quite a bit, and then I played a lot. Oh, yeah, let's talk about the... Well, I guess I'll quickly say something about the Mirage Arena. Um, my friend Steph came over with her PSP, and she's been leveling Aqua. I think she already beat Aqua's story. And um, we went to the Mirage Arena, and fighting common enemies with each other was kind of fun. I got to see some of the new abilities that Aqua has. And also, I um, we also checked out the command board, which is actually hilarious and awesome. We don't really know if we were doing it right at first, but then slowly we got the hang of it. And basically... Once in a while, if you land on the wrong tile, Pete will come out, and he'll be either Captain Justice or Captain Dark, and he'll be in a ridiculous outfit, and he'll um, basically follow you around the field and, like, belly bump you from the back, and it's really awkward. (laughs) (laughs) And um, he'll either give you points or take them away. I've been playing the command board with NPCs, but that hasn't happened to me yet. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, oh my god, we were laughing so hard, because... Steph was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stand awkwardly behind you and push you around the field with my stomach because I am Captain Justice. And at least he was helpful half of the time. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could say more about it. Although, you know, we should, like, eventually there should be some kind of spoiler episode where the KHU crew can talk about what they think of it because I've heard from people that this ending made them cry the hardest. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, and I'm wondering what that means. And yeah, I know my friend Sarah said that she was a mess at the end of this one. I'm like, uh oh, because <laughs> I'm a total sap too. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I mean I am definitely very happy with the game. No expectations. No, I I'm not disappointed at all. I think I'm gonna like it more as I keep going. But my initial impression, it's incredible. I really like it. Yep, same. All right, so I guess we can move on to the next news bit. Um, Fozzie, you want to take this next one? Sure. Okay, so this is all about Kingdom Hearts Recoded. Uh, First of all, the scans and box art were revealed in Famitsu. I don't know, what do you guys think of the cover art? Do you like it? Yeah, actually, let me take a look at it. (laughs) Let me um, look at it here. Let's see. The image is quite small. It's tiny, but it's cute. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it looks yeah, I remember nice. at first it was just going to be the um, the logo in the center, and I said that's boring. No, that's what all French or European rather um, box covers look like for Final Fantasy. It's lame. 
Oh, I really? don't know. I kind of yeah. like it. It yeah, looks kind of very. It's, it's clean and nice. I guess it just looks very classy. No, yeah, I really, <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's shocking how fast Kingdom Hearts Recoded is suddenly being pumped out. I mm-hmm. hope they keep this up. <laughs> but uh, other than that, at the Tokyo Game oh, Show, uh, Square Enix actually gave out guides on how to do the array of abilities in the game, the uh, the com- abilities, commands, and combat. They gave out explanation sheets in order to let you know how to play it beforehand. <laughs> well, that's nice of them, I guess. <laughs> At Tokyo Game Show for Recoded, a new cutscene was show. Uh, Mickey and Yen sits towered. Apparently, he looked like he learned something shocking. <laughs> Uh, the recoded demo starts with Alice and Sora in a fight with uh, the Queen of Hearts in order to prove Alice's case. I guess it's much in um, Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, you collect... Oh my god, yeah, that sounds just like KH1. Yeah, you collect one from the cage in the, to the Queen's Pogium. Well, actually, isn't it though? Because isn't Coded like going back through the Kingdom Hearts 1 and changing what was like data pieces that were inaccurate or something? Yeah, it's like debugging it. Mm-hmm. I'm not totally clear on it, but yeah, that's that's funny that they're like, here, here's how to do something that basically happened in the game from ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, apparently the gameplay is a million times smoother than the mobile original, and it seems to have upgraded from even three hundred, uh, three hundred fifty-eight over two days. Oh well, that's good. Oh well, that's good. I mean, it wasn't tar- it wasn't horrible in three five eight over two. It wasn't bad. Unfortunately, it's only announced to be released in Japan on the 7th of October, and we're still waiting on a release date. But it's definitely coming, we just have to wait. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely coming, though, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to know that they're not, they're not holding back on all the news. They're just kind of keeping us sated and waiting. Not giving us only a little bone every once in a while, like Versus. Alright, so Marina, you want to take this last one? Uh, surely. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Recoded in Ixpiati, um, was apparently a campaign where they unveiled a giant four-meter-tall statue of the main cast from Recoded. I really want to see that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see it and touch it and pet it. Um, it's only, it's only part of proceedings at the Tokyo Disney Resort, where, like, fans and journalists can come and take photos and show their friends and be like, Dude, Kingdom Hearts is in Disney World! But, um... It's like the giant uh, Gundam, just smaller. Yeah. Visitors also have access to the recoded demo, uh, which has been uh, which is at numerous kiosks around the giant statues, I would say, along with print seal machines. Lol. They know how to capitalize. They really do. <laughs> <laughs> um, um Yeah, and Square Enix themselves were there. They were at, uh, they had an opening ceremony where they gathered a bunch of press and a bunch of fans. And uh Shinji Hashimoto uh took the stage and um, told told the story of how the Kingdom Hearts series began with the meeting in the elevator where the fated Square Enix member and Disney guy met together and they started talking about a game that would involve both Final Fantasy and Disney. And it created the collaboration known as Kingdom Hearts yeah. that we all know and love. And uh, attendees were also told to look forward to the 3DS installment of the series. Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. It was mm-hmm. a conversation in an elevator? Oh, yeah, you didn't I know didn't that? I didn't know that. Oh, I've known that no, for a while. No, for some reason, I guess that, I don't know, I guess that slipped my mind. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> that is pretty awesome. 
That's kind of like, I remember hearing that one of my favorite comics artists, like, ran into Akira Toriyama in an elevator and just, like, tried not to fall over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And just started discussing stuff, and now apparently they've done, like, an art trade. Seriously? (laughs) Wow. But, yeah. So, yeah, I kind of, I didn't know about this event. That would be kind of cool to be there and see those giant statues of the cast. But, um, that's pretty cool. I wonder what they're Yeah, it's kind of like the statues they were bringing around to, uh, game expos for a while. I wonder if they're I know there was like definitely Marvel. a life-size one of Roxas. Can I have an Axel statue that's not only eight inches tall on my dresser? <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that is it for news. So next we'll move on to question segment. All right. So this first one is from Hikaru Otaku. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, in Birth by Sleep, there are a few mini games you can play, like the command board. Uh, rhythmic ice cream and fruit ball. Which, if any, are your favorite? And which command board do you like the best? Well, I guess I guess I'll speak for this one. Um, I can't say I have tried the rhymed rhythmic ice cream. There's have, rhythmic actually. ice cream. That's oh yeah, that's in Disney Town. Um, you go and there's like you you oh okay you throw it's to the tune of it's a small world. You go and you throw um. Uh, ice cream balls at Huey, Dewey, and Louie to try to make a big oh, ice God. cream cone and thwart Captain Justice. It's pretty funny. But um, I haven't played fruit ball, but I will, and th- that was okay. Kind of easy, but okay. But I really like the command board. I think that is like revolutionary in mini games for Kingdom Hearts, at least. So much fun. Yeah. Especially in co-op. I would really like to do it, like, I've got, I've definitely got at least three friends who have worked by sleep. I would like to do it in a big four-person game. But I think that that would have to be my favorite. The only command board I've tried so far is the um, key, the keyblade-shaped one. And uh, that was a lot of fun with the ones that knock you down a couple pegs and how there was those blocks were everywhere, and I wanted to die. <laughs> Did you win? I, I played against Aqua and Terra um, as NPCs, and I totally beat their butts. Oh, you um, did? <laughs> and then, uh, um, I tried w- with Winnie and Tigger, and I died very... The competition between uh, <laughs> the competition between me and and Steph was it just kept fluctuating. Like at one point, I was I was winning hardcore. I had like three thousand points. We were only going up to five thousand, and um, and then suddenly I was negative two fifty, and I had to sell one of my tiles. Like just a really bad sequence of events, <laughs> and um, I don't think anybody won by the end of it. We played for like an hour, and we just kind of kept one-upping each other and then knocking each other down and I think it would be a lot more fun with four people I think it might be quicker because there would be more people standing on on tiles that other people own so it would kind of be like Monopoly where uh, someone would get rich really fast because someone always gets really lucky it kind of is like Monopoly except it's a lot cooler because I really don't like Monopoly yeah (laughs) (laughs) alright would you like to take the next one Marina? Sure thing. Uh, KH Crazy Fourteen. I think we've heard from this person before. Says, uh, "What is your least favorite boss fight in Kingdom Hearts?" Uh, for me, it's definitely either in, in Chain of Memories. Riku Two. The original Chain of Memories. It's either Riku replica the last time before you fight Marluxia, or it's Maleficent in the Hollow Bastion world. Oh, I could. I it took that me one. like two months to kill those things on the Game Boy Advance. I had tried so many times. It was horrendous, and I hated it. And... Oh! Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I um I remember that last week we replica battle and it was a holy biatch. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend that was yeah. <laughs> and um but I remember being really frustrated in the first Kingdom Hearts by Riku two, which was the one in the circular um the circular oh, field Lordy, in the chamber I where the princesses that. apart are being kept. Oh, For man. some reason, I had a horrible time with that fight. It took no, me I did so too. many tries. I did too. <laughs> Eventually, I came up with a really, really, really good d- good strategy for it that's, like, fail-proof. And it usually involves flying into the wall multiple times because I figured out that Riku doesn't zip into this one area between the consoles. So if you just keep flying into it, dropping, jumping right back up and flying into it, he won't touch you. So it took me forever to figure that out, though. I think the answer to this question is just Riku is a butthead. Riku is a butthead. What did you think, Fozzie? I think my least favorite boss fight in Kingdom Hearts is actually not a, um, it's not an irregular, a regular boss that you have to fight, but it's Phantom Head. He was a secret boss in the Neverland world, and I just could never beat him. He was oh, I remember ridiculously that. hard, and... Yeah, he, he was tough. I, uh, I don't think I ever beat him. I went back to try, but I never beat him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also never beat Sephiroth. I'm a bad fan. Oh, I totally beat Sephiroth. I trained for, like, out- only in the second game, but I trained for, like, hours and hours, and I was level 72, and I owned his butt. <laughs> nice. Yeah, eventually I'll do it. Eventually. Um, Fuzzy, would you like to take the next one? Sure. Keybear of Courage says, With Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep now released, I am curious as to how you guys feel about the Kingdom Hearts storyline as a whole. Did BBS give you guys insight that you needed, or is it still a bit of uh, confusion? Personally, I found this answered a lot of questions I had and makes me even more curious as to how Nomura will direct the storyline's direction. Well, uh, I haven't finished it yet. (laughs) Oh, uh, okay, well, I haven't finished it yet, so I don't really know. But, um, quite honestly, (laughs) I I think it's going to answer quite a few questions and is going to raise about ten times as many as it answers, because that's what Nomada does. And I'm not going to say any more than that, because you know he's just going to have much, many more games that produce more questions. And in ten years, we'll have the final Kingdom Hearts game, not not including its final mix, and uh, that'll answer every question. And we'll still be confused. Probably. It's kind of like Clamp. It'll be called Final Mix Plus 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 Minus Plus Minus Plus. Three five eight over six. Three five seven. eight over six plus know. nine plus one 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 plus final plus two. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, I I think we would be able to better answer that question if we were finished Birth by Sleep. But I have good vibes from it so far. I think that I'm really gonna like the story it brings up. It's not going to be quite as disposable as say three five eight over two was, in which you don't really have to have played that to still have a grasp on the on the plot. You just might not know who Shion is, but whatever. She's not important. So I no guess I will take this last one. Um, okay, this is the most awesome screen name I've ever had the honor to read on any podcast. Bobo Dahovo says, Now that Birth by Sleep is out, how do you think it stands up to the rest of the games in the series? Oh, well, we pretty much answered that. Um, I... Th- consider it on par with Kingdom Hearts 1 at the moment um, maybe not as my favorite because Kingdom Hearts 1 will never replace itself in my head as the best of the series but I think it has definitely made a turnaround it's gotten out of Dirge of Cerberus territory 
from within the Kingdom Hearts franchise. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna like it. I think it's pretty good. I I like it. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I think I, I like it, it a lot more once I finish the game because I always feel so much more for a game after I've finished it, or if it's bring introducing something completely new I've never seen before. And I mean, this game isn't rehashing; it's new, but it's like nostalgic new. So so far, it's not one of my absolute favorites. That would be Kingdom Hearts two, but I am expecting good things from it. And I think when I finish the game, I'm going to be very pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I think it's it's like the Back to the Future two of um. Of the but Kingdom I Hearts lo- one I and two, I love all three Back to the Future movies, man. I know, right? <laughs> it just reminds me of the second one because it keeps making it keeps making vague references to things that happened oh in God. the first one. Every and, all, all of those you know, vague references. I could I could go on for like yeah. hours about all the references in Back to the Future one, two, and three. <laughs> about all the references. So, I guess we are to our outro. So I can't I can't believe this is happening already. Oh, I know. Sob. Um. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone for having me for the past three years. Yeah, seriously, And how I've gone from FXN to FFU to this. And um, I love you guys. And I love my co-hosts. I love you guys, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seriously, um, I could not have asked for a better audience than you guys. Like, you've supported us the whole way. We have so many listeners by now, it's crazy. And even though I only just started with Kingdom Hearts Union... I, I, I'm just blown away by how, how awesome you guys are. And I, I really thank you all so much. And I love you guys. So, yeah, I mean, one thing that cracks me up is that um, I actually met Marina through these podcasts because she was a listener first. And, oh now God, she's, yeah. and now she's saying goodbye with me on the last episode of a podcast we were on together. So that's like coming full circle right there. And it means good things came Who from this. Who would have sunk it? Yay. <laughs> so... Yeah, I thought I'd be a lot more of a set, but honestly, you'll still be able to catch us. We're we're <laughs> we're still around. We're just busy, and it's time to pass on the reins. I'm sure after a while, you're gonna get sick of listening to an old lady like me. So <laughs> you can catch us on iTunes. The next show will be on October 19th. And listeners, send your ideas. And um, okay, so Fozzy Marina, wanna say your farewell? Bye. Sayonara. Bye, everyone. And this is Lauren, signing off for the last time. This has been a Tweaks Music and KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. 